Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just don't, I, I don't see Brooklyn, and I know a lot of people like to see this, I don't see Brooklyn making an adjustment. If Steve Nash is to, is the MVP in this league, and they called him the maestro of the offense at one time, what is he doing now? Right. His, they're stagnant. There's no imagination. Give it to Grant. Give it to Kyrie. Uh, you know, what we're going to do right now, give it to Durant. And we're going to set a pick, and now what are we going to do? Uh, right. So they have no imagination at all on their offensive end and very predictable. And because of that, the Celtics defense, they're playing right into what the Celtics defense is all about. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Coming at you from Brooklyn, New York, I am Joseph Ball, and he is Cedric Maxwell with another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. And Max, this team is up 3-0. The Boston Celtics topped the Nets in Game 3, 109-103, another dominant defensive performance by the Celtics. But man, Jason Tatum getting it done on both ends, 39 points, 6 steals. I mean, there's a lot we can talk about, Max. I mean, we haven't even dove into the series because the last time we chatted, we had our chat. It was uh, right before this opening round series. But let's just open the floor up, man. I don't even know where to begin. You start because there's so much that we can go over. Man, this team has been continuing to impress everybody. Well, it's been lights out when you think about this team. And I think you look at Jason Tatum going up to the next level. But I think it's overall team effort. Uh, people talked about it. And I, I said it before this series. And you remember me saying, I think the Celtics in five. And I think you went a little bit deeper uh, with this. But yeah, I said six. But yeah. if you look at what the Celtics are doing, this is a, a dominant defensive team. And I, my question at that time was, what happens if you if Tatum cancels out Durant? And he has. And he's actually been better than Durant. And yeah. because of that, now you're really in in, in a, a mud hole because now it's Kyrie against everybody else. Pritchard stepped up and played well. I think you got. Uh, you know, Alice played pretty good, didn't score really a lot last night, but had a big basket. And then Jalen Brown took over in that game. And it, it was sad to see, you know, when he was out there with Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin just does, does, does not have the foot speed or the quickness to stay along with Jalen Brown. And uh, it's almost sad when you think about older players and you, you start to capitalize on what they can't do. Right. Right. No, no question, Max. And I feel like Nash sort of, did that like as a almost as a desperation move. I feel like that was something he should have addressed or tried to do in the first half. Like if you're going to go out there and listen, 
we heard, I don't know if you heard what he said before game three about Rob Williams, his, his potential uh, return not affecting, you know, the game. But in some ways, I feel like you have to just sort of mix things up because you know that that's going to affect the Celtics spiritually, right? That's going to get everyone up on their feet. Just the fact that he's in the, in the game. Sure, he only played 16 minutes. But in my opinion, he made an impact, whether it was a couple of blocks, the alley-oops, or, you know, just his overall presence on a team that's so defensive-mindedly focused right now. Well, one thing you would look at is you listen to the players and you heard Kyrie Irving talk about Blake Griffin and said Blake is probably a little frustrated, probably wishing he had played more and there are more things he can do. Well, that's right. a player. So if a player's talking, then obviously there are other players who are going to be talking. Marcus Aldridge, who's over there, who has not even played in this series, who really did a number on you. So I, I just don't I, I don't see Brooklyn. And I know a lot of people like to see this. I don't see Brooklyn making an adjustment. If Steve Nash is to, is the MVP in this league and they called him the maestro of the offense at one time, what is he doing now? Right. Because they're stagnant. There's no imagination. Give it to Grant. Give it to Kyrie. Uh, you know, what we're going to do right now, give it to Durant. And we're going to set a pick. And now what are we going to do? Uh, right. So they have no imagination at all on their offensive end. They're very predictable. And because of that, the Celtics defense, they're playing right into what the Celtics defense is all about. Yeah, I don't see the adjustments. I mean, that's the thing. I just, it just, the Nets are giving you that message like, oh, we're just going to have Kevin figure things out. Mm-hmm. He's completely rattled. I've never seen a team defend him the way the Celtics have been on him. You know, games one through three, this isn't just game three you know this is overall sure he scored 20 plus points you know in, in a couple of the games of these series but it took him a lot of shots to get there and that's exactly for the Celtics that's what you want and you look at his leadership man I know Kevin or it's, or, or, it's been or a lack, long season for Kevin or lack of or lack of right or lack of I, I get it's been a long season for Kevin I mean between Kyrie only playing 29 games Harden wanted out like he this isn't what he signed up for okay I get that but how are you going to respond and I feel like that's been the question since game one, since, you know, after game one, since after game two. And we've yet to see that dominant Kevin Durant performance. The one that I thought was going to be game two. I was like, oh, 35, 40 points. That's going to be Durant. You know, the, the Kyrie did his thing, dropping 39. It's going to be Durant's, you know, Durant's turn. And you're talking about, you know, between Durant and, and Jason Tatum canceling each other out. I'm with you, man. Jason Tatum is dominating this, this matchup. And you know who else is dominating the matchup? Ime Udoka, the coaching matchup, man. He's about to call a checkmate soon. It's incredible. Yeah, I, I think they're really right. And you look at Durant, and he's going to go down as one of the greatest players to play this game. But, boy, he must be looking back on his decision about leaving Golden State. Like, what the hell <laughs> yep. I'm thinking about? I, I came here to play with Kyrie when I'm already – he was already in a culture that was a winning culture. You know, he had, he had um, all those guys who were there – and Clay, you know, great player. You look what Steph is able to do, Draymond able to do. And, yeah, he couldn't get along with Draymond, or they were arguing a little bit. But who really cares about that? But now look at what he's in now, comparably. So I think this is a team right now that is really, has really played uh, un, uninspired. And I would say that when I look at Kevin Kevin Durant, and I, I know a bunch of the pundits, like, you know, Stephen A. Smith said, Oh my God, Kevin Durant. And I walked up in onto him yesterday on the floor. I said, Book oh, yeah? 40 points. Kevin Durant, you can put it in the books. And he just looked at me and dropped his head like I was like, dude, you got the you got to play the game. And yeah. 
I don't care what happens. And the Celtics are the dominant defensive team. And because of the way they deep play defense, they're not going to be beat by two guys. And yeah. you know, and what you look at is you get look at Bruce is playing playing well. Bruce Brown is playing well. You're getting some production from him, Claxton. But at the end of the day, this game is going to be what Kyrie does and what Durant is able to do or can't do right now. And that's exactly what he may do going into this. You know, you you, you collateral the head of the snake. You you take those two guys out. You make them uncomfortable. And you, you, you see just how much they have left. And you obviously, this is the result. You know, Bruce Brown, what do you have? 28, 26 points. You know, another career high for him. And they're unable to capitalize on that because your two main guys can't find their rhythm. Now, I thought what Kyrie said after game three was interesting, too, because he's talking about team gelling. And, you know, the Celtics have been gelling since Christmas and since they turned the court, yada, yada, yada. Max, whose fault is that? Listen. If you want to be the guy who says, I'm going to do what I think is right, you you want to stand for your beliefs and you don't want to get vaccinated, that's on you, Max. I get it. But Kyrie, you can't talk about team you know, chemistry and guys gelling and, and not mention the fact that you weren't there. You played 29 of 82 games during the regular season. When were you guys going to be able to gel in the midst of James Hardy getting traded, in the midst of injuries like Joe Harris, and someone like Kevin Durant, who's just been picking up the pieces all season long, trying to get this team into the playoffs, you win what? You win you, you win ten and five in your last fifteen games of the regular season, thinking that was enough. I mean, look against a team like the Celtics, you had to come stronger than that, you know. And I think I think Eme knew that. That's why he wanted the Nets. He wasn't afraid of the Nets. This is well, why. Yeah, I think that that's one of the things. I remember Sean Grandy saying that. Oh my God, the Celtics are in second place. Oh my God, they're in the same. They're going to have to play Brooklyn. I was like, well, well, Brooklyn has to play them. And <laughs> right, right. Like, that's the issue. Did Brooklyn want to play the Celtics right now, the way they defend? I mean, the the Durant would have uh, loved to have played somebody else who doesn't defend in that way. And mm-hmm. the Celtics, people have said this before, there's no weak link defensively for the Celtics. And because yep. of that, each time they switch, they're such, switching sometimes with a stronger defender. I mean, Marcus right. makes his put Grant switches and then Marcus switches over and now you got an even stronger defender. So in every aspect defensively, the Celtics have really just kind of closed. And there are times when it almost looked like the Celtics are toying right now with the net. You think about that lead was like about 12, 14 points at the end of the game. You let it get back to five or six, but you still seem like, you know, you still had it under control. Right. And you've been controlling that the entire course of the of the best of seven series. I mean, mine is game one. You got a heck of a performance from Kyrie Irving. You got one hell of a finish from the Celtics. I mean, they what, what an example of that right there, right, in itself. I mean, what, five guys touched the ball before that last shot? You know, that doesn't happen three months ago, Max. No, and, yo, no, I'm a Marcus guy as much do it as like this. People. Do it like this. It is 3-0. That's not what you say. You ain't got to talk about anything because it's three to zero. They have right, Max, if they lose that game, though, if they lose that game, it could have changed things. But again, the Celtics were mentally tougher than the Nets. And that's been the story of the entire series. They came back even stronger in game two. And that's didn't stand a chance. I love all you people who say if they had done that, if your uncle would have had some ovaries, he'd been your aunt. That's how that would have worked out. So, <laughs> like, go, go with all this stuff about. What if this would have happened? Yeah, but this is the credit to Celtics, though. You get what I'm saying, man. Like, this they were is, mentally tough to finish yeah, that, you know? They were, they were prepared to play, and they were able to play well, <laughs> and they defended all over the place. You think about it. When 
you know, you had Kyrie out there. Kyrie went off. And here's the formula for the Nets to win. This is the formula for the Nets to win. Kyrie and Durant have, and Charles Barkley said it, Kyrie and Durant have to play fantastic on the mm-hmm. same night. And then you have, like to, and then you have to have other guys stepping up and playing, you know, unbelievable too. Well, that might not, that has, we haven't seen that happen. We saw Kyrie play unbelievable, Grant, and then you have Durant then play, play well. Then you had both guys not really playing well. And then the Celtics came back and stole the game essentially in Boston, came back and won that game. And then here in Brooklyn, they counterpunched. Every time you saw Brooklyn come down with a play and knock down a shot, Celtics said, no problem. We'll come right back. We'll come back with Brown. We'll come back with Tatum. We'll have Hortford in the corner. We'll let Marcus Smart knock down shots. This has been this has been a, a lopsided affair so far. And if Brooklyn isn't careful, and this is how I say most of these series work, when you are the home team, when you're down 3-0 and you're playing at home, one of the things that happens is you'll come out and you watch this. They'll play a pretty good first half. But if there is ever any controversy, anything ever goes off the side of the rail, it's going to go down quick. And yeah. you, could, you, could be looking, you could be looking at a blowout and, you know, get your broom out because this surely is going to be a sweep because most teams are thinking right now we're down 3-0. We're home already. If we lose here, we ain't got to go back to – Kyrie's thinking I ain't got to go back to Boston to hear all that yep. crap and lose there. And then I'm lose again. Right. It's, just, you know, it's just human nature. And I would just be shocked if Brooklyn put up that kind of fight. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the playoffs, fights, and even the next season futures. And don't forget that baseball is back and the start of the Major League Baseball season is finally here. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Or, yeah, or are we looking? Or are we looking at Ben Simmons now coming to the rescue with his no, his, uh, his orange his orange pants on his blue shirt? You can't throw him into the fire. Now. They're saying, look, if, if why you, did he pull up looking like a like a, a magician or something, a jester or something? I don't know what that was. <laughs> what's what's good with that? Uh, if, <laughs> if he decides to pull Blake Griffin out of mothballs, then what 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 else are you going to do? You have not, You don't have anything to lose. I mean, what what are you gonna do? Save Simmons for next year? I mean, mm. it'd be unfair to put him in a position to go out there because he doesn't want to shoot the basketball. But at the same time, if you're Brooklyn, you have to you have to do whatever you can do to extend this series, and that means all hands on deck, everybody available. The Marcus Aldridge is a guy that I have fear for because I think he can really you know, do some things for the Nets. And they he hasn't even played a minute. And that is – and I mean, I don't even understand that. You bring in Blake Griffin, but you don't – Aldridge still doesn't get a sniff. Right. I feel like this is – well, to a certain extent, it's already happened, but I feel like we're embarking on a new era of NBA basketball. Like, there's no yeah. more of the super teams, no more of the, oh, yeah, we're going to pair up and 
oh, just fill out the roster or whatever money you have left on the table. It's fine. We, we can carry this team. Those days are over, Max. I mean, to a certain extent, you could say the Lakers were sort of like the last ones. But look at the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, yeah, they, you know, Giannis is on that team. He's a superstar. Drew Holiday is an all-star. But for the most part, there's guys on that team that know their role. There's guys that, you know, the, the continuity is there, the chemistry. You know, it's more team-oriented nowadays that gets you the championship as opposed to the, you know, two guys are going to will your team to victory throughout the course of an A2 regular season, you know, throughout the course of the playoffs. Like, those days are over because the rest of the teams, the rest of the leagues, you know, the rest of the teams in the league have, have caught up, essentially, to those super teams. So you know, are you that Brown and Tatum aren't those two guys? Or are you saying this is a collective effort by a unit and a coach? Is that what you This is a collective effort. I really do believe that. Like, mm-hmm. granted, yeah, sure. You could say the Celtics have two all-stars. I know Jalen technically, you know, by the book, wasn't an all-star this year. But he's an all-star talent, you know, that the Celtics is one of the as, top guys. Ask Blake Griffin about that. <laughs> right. He, he went by Blake Griffin so fast for a time. I felt bad. It's like Blake Griffin had to check to see if he had nails in his shoes. Yeah. I'm like, damn. He was, trying to, he was trying to foul him one time. <laughs> and and Jalen went by him so fast. I, I thought he had fouled him. I thought the play was over. And I saw it was over and he came down and dunked it. I was like, oh, man, that is so sad. Max, at the presser, my guy had the ice pack, you know, one one sleeve off, not there, you know, just icing down. I'm like, damn, Blake, would you play 16 minutes? Not even. Jeez. But that's well, where he's I, at in this course. That's where he's at in his career right now, you know? Right now, even even if you look at it, Durant is 33. He's 33 years old, and he has a lot of mileage on him. He I mean, he's still a good player, no doubt, but he still has a lot of mileage on him. His better days are probably behind him instead of in front of him, and right. he's exposed with some of the things the Celtics were able to do, and people will get a blueprint. You can't do what the Celtics would do with Durant almost every night because what you have is you're playing a different team. But if you're playing a, a team that they see you night in and night out, and your plays don't change, and you're the same guy, and you're standing there, and you're trying to beat me one-on-one, and we have a help guy on the backside, that ain't working. It, it's right. not working. Yeah, that's true. It's not, man. It's not. We'll see if the Celtics can close this out in game four. But uh, to, to talk more about the series, let's uh, let's bring in our guest. We do have a guest in this episode. Uh, I know what to introduce him. Uh, but I think it's... I figured I'd bring him in this way because you know why we we finished off last week's episode talking about uh, you know Kevin Durant getting at people on Twitter, including the CEO question. of CLNS Media, who's question. joining us right now, Nick Gelso. Question here: All right, So What's we up? going with Nick coming in? Are we keeping this on the what? We, oh, we got to keep it on a hundred. I mean, keep Nick on, better bro. keep it on hundred and ten. Better keep on it on one. coming in here, bro. But but with that being said, though, keep it you know not clean, but don't don't just start acting like the series is over or, or better yet don't let's, let's see if nick starts to act like he uh he actually had an, an impact here with his tweet but let's bring him in and see what he has to say what's up nick gelso welcome to the cedric maxwell podcast i feel like we haven't had you on in a while too we, i think you've been while. on a few episodes it's been a while can you hear it me? has how's boston how's everything this weekend boston is warm sunny and celebrating karma being a bitch to Kyrie. You can are feel you, it. Is that true? You feel yeah, the body? I can feel it, bro. Let me ask you a question. Why are you? Why is there so much light behind? You? Because I wasn't prepared to come on. <laughs> you, here. You, I have you a, look a light like, kid I in mean, my hand. My you know God, man! You look like you look I like, look like I'm sitting on the toilet. And, I mean, and, and whoever else is it 
and this light, you are a an expert at this, and you'll tell me and everybody else, well, you're too dark, you're too much light. Mm-hmm, this, thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you, Nick, for moving over for yes. a minute. So now, look, that, 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 that looks a lot better. Yes, thank you. The funny yes. thing is, there's a, there's a great view of Boston behind that. Behind that it video. is, but you can't see it because of the light. Yeah, but that's I have, better. Uh, I have a new mic, new lights that I'm testing for our team, our guys. So uh, if they work out well, I'm getting them for everyone. And, and I'm not, I was going to do that today, but Josue took me off guard, bringing me in so early. So uh, yeah, I'm here to uh, talk about, well, first, I, I think I, I can't believe what I heard you say, Josue. The NBA is turning back towards, say it again. <laughs> team oriented basketball. All right, no more super teams, no more superstars filling out half of the, uh, you know, the the, the money, the, the salary, and just handpicking their bench. You know, oh yeah, get this guy for two million, get that guy for eleven. Yeah, he's a shooter. No, no, those days are over. Let's meet now. up at the All Star break. We'll plan our yeah. our, uh, our our new super team and and yeah. Listen, we'll figure I this mean, out I, on the fly. No, I think it's more than that. Even sway, I, I think it's you know, I think I texted you like. Um, Kyrie and KD and the Nets are playing, you know, finesse basketball, and the Celtics seem to be playing like '90s style defense. Old school. Really, I, I mean, I can yeah. go back to and Max played against them, the Bad Boys. I think this defense is better than theirs because they had to be dirty to get. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Max? Well, That's I a good think question. they are playing in a very physical and very smart way. I think if you look at the Celtics. And I would ask you, though, Nick, to turn the tables back the other way. It's like, I know for the longest time you've been saying this whole thing, Tatum is going to leave. I'm afraid right now. Tatum is going with Kyrie because he's been talking to Kyrie. So he's leaving this team. Uh, are you still afraid right now? <laughs> well, I, Matt, let's clarify here. What? what? <laughs> you know, let's clarify. clarify then. Keep let's clarify. The fan base <laughs> Keep it on would say over and over and over, Stop picking on Tatum. He's gonna leave or Brown. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, leave. Right? You got that it. Just the trolls used to kill me. And if you're gonna be in a league where you can't give fair criticism or reaction to the players because they're gonna leave, then what are we doing here? Right? It's yeah. sports. There's a winner. There's a loser. Right? We so, 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 so you're not. So you're also not, accountability too, right? You know? The accountability, which they have none. The Nets. What Max? Okay, you so you're not afraid anymore, right? I'm Red not. Tatum. I was never yeah, afraid. You've told me before. You said Tatum right now. Been talking to Kyrie, and he's been been put filling his head two summers ago. I know he's gonna. I know he's gonna. <laughs> I'm keeping I, on I, right now. You know, Max doesn't forget anything, Nick. Nothing. The dude has the best memory ever, except if he needs to remember names. Everybody's got a nickname, (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah, I'm not, I was never afraid concerned. Yeah. I'm concerned because the NBA has shifted in that direction, but as of right now, I'm focused on now and what I've seen since the all are really since the new year has been Jason. I don't know if he's working with somebody, but I mean, his play on the court is, is, is great, but his interaction with, with cameras and microphones has been, as drastic a turnaround as the Celtics. So I don't think I will put it past the Celtics or even himself. I know his mom does a lot of business, you know, to have get somebody to say, Jason, you can weaponize 
is the media. You can manipulate them because I, I watched the presser today, Josue. Did you hear him last time you were in there? Last night he's saying, you know, about MVP chance, let's go Celtics. He's saying we, he's saying the word Celtic. He's saying we play. I mean, let's face it, Max. We never saw him ever or heard him say the word Celtics. It was very rare. Well, one one of the things we saw with him is, which I I complained about early on, was he got into a little tip with Claxton, where he pushed Claxton, and I was like, heart be still. What I said, Brown and Tatum have gotten to that point where it's a little nasty, a little mean, and because of that, everybody else is going to follow suit. So you bring Winston in as a as a as a prop. Okay, okay. You say that, and and your whole heart, you're 100 right. And not that I'm shocked, but like it has been spread through the team since Tatum has taken that approach to where everybody now, I wouldn't put them on your guys' level. It's a different era, but they're playing with passion, pride. They're playing in a way that would make you as a legend proud. And I thought of you last night with um, he because during his presser, uh, Jason's. He was talking about Al Horford diving for loose balls. And he said, and if Al Horford's going to dive for loose balls, we all better sure as hell dive for loose balls. And it immediately popped in my head. It wasn't four months ago. Max and I and Josue, all of us were asking, have you ever seen them take a charge? Have you uh, ever seen them, you know, defend their teammates? Oh, now? Max, Max, how about the, um, how about Tatum got the hard foul? Um, was it Brown? And Jalen got in his face. Jalen like, no. got in his face. There we go. Yeah, I mean, that's. See, that's a, that's, that's a sign that, of that, – yeah, that's, that's the sign for me of growth from this, Tim. When you start, right, when you start hearing that way, the thing that, that, that Tatum said the other day, Nick, to me, which stood out more than anything else, he said, we are – we. I want to make sure that nobody plays yes. harder than us. And it's that was a narrative. clear yep. statement about who they are and about Ime Adoko and his, uh, his effect on this team. And because of that, I don't think that they look at this thing like taking prisoners. It's like when somebody asked him, they asked Jalen Brown about that. They said, so how do you feel about Kevin Durant? You know, yeah. is, I don't care about Kevin Durant. You know, that's, not our jo- that's not our job to make him comfortable. He's a great player, but what we want to do is keep him in an uncomfortable setting. There was right. no smack talking, but it was just, by the way, this is it what was, we want to do for our team. And we're not concerned with what's going on. It with wasn't other. smack talking, but it also wasn't just Jalen talking. That narr- that that whole tenor and tone of, Ma- of Jason saying that has followed from Marcus to Jalen to Jason. It, it's definitely coming from Ime down. And, and they believe in him. And I believe in him. I I. I I still can't believe it. I mean, I, I had to offer a formal apology to Twitter last night because I had these guys Whoa. in in the coffin. I mean, this this I had Celtics <laughs> pride dead and gone. And you know, we all did, all three of us, the whole world did. Any fan that says they didn't, didn't. The I don't is, even think the Celtics believed, honestly. Like the players. I, I think they no. knew that they would turn things around, but I don't think to this extent, I, I'm not quite sure they, they truly Wick even admitted it. He was like, right? shocked. Yeah, the last game of the season, he was on with NBC, and he said he and he didn't put. And he also said, and he sounded like Wick again. He didn't sound like the angry white guy anymore. He's kind of like Wick. Like he was like <laughs> uh, saying, you know, I told this team early on that, of course, our, our expectations are always championship in Boston. But 
He said, we knew we were bringing in new coach, new system, new GM, new right arm for me. He said, I expected quite a bit of hiccups and I gave them that pass. And next year we would focus on it. And he said, and they shocked me. And I, and I, I'm, I'm going to stop because I'm going to gush all over. I will say it right now. <laughs> Jason Tatum, if he wins a title this year, will by the time he retires be the best Celtic ever. Besides Russell, who's just to stay. He'll be better than Bird. What the wow. his face. Please, Amin, zoom in on Max's face when I say what. What in the Hades are you smoking over there? <laughs> He'll be better than Larry Bird. This is the biggest Larry Bird has no faults, can't do wrong. You, I, I think you're saying all that just to screw up my head. That's all. I've been saying it in you the actually, post-game chat. You, I've actually been. Believe, you actually believe that. Jason I believe Tate, that. If he continues on this trajectory, he will be the best Celtic. He will be number two behind Russell. Behind Russell, the honorary role. Yeah. Ahead of Larry Bird. Ahead of Larry Bird. I'll tell you, you're going to ask why? I'll yes, tell you why. Here, here's my reasoning. Now, Tatum's got a long way to go, and they got to they gotta close out this series, obviously, and, and win a title. But he's got everything and more and more experience than Larry did. And 23. Larry was a rookie at 23. Think about that. Tatum's been to the Eastern Conference Finals three out of four years. He's developed into a pass. You now have to guard him 100% for the pass. He's a better defender than Bird one-on-one. Shocking to say. He may be a better three-point shooter than Bird because Bird didn't shoot him that much. He's been playing defense at a level I've never seen before lately. I I don't know. I can't can't attest to to what Bird used to do. Hold on. Elizabeth. Bird was magic. Elizabeth, I'm coming to see you. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to edit this one. Oh my God. Nick I might have to edit this. That is just almost sacrilegious coming from you. When I said anything about anybody else, oh my God, you would have thought that I was talking about your mom or somebody. When it, it, <laughs> I just said, oh, well, maybe Larry couldn't do that. Oh my God. Now you're. Stepping out for for saying this, I'm just gonna let the marinate on my side. And not for dirt, not for KG, Josue, not for KG, not for dirt, not for KD, for Jason Tatum. That kid has that man has instincts. I've only seen probably with like Magic and Bird. Now that he's getting into a place where his confidence have found him, he's finding the open man. Like he's just locked in. Listening to him last night, I don't remember who the sideline reporter was in the the walk-off interview, but they asked him, you know, are you ready to go for a sweep? And I was walking away from the TV and I stopped quick because I wanted to hear what he'd say. I think the old Tatum would have just giggled and and kind of said nothing, right? We'll see what happens. Right. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see he what happens. was fired. Like, he was fired up. He said, we got one more to win, playing against two of the best players in the world. We got to close this out. Game four. Game four. It was just – I know Max, you're speechless, but where Tatum lacked – Well, we'll give – let's give Max a minute to collect his thoughts. One more thing. Let me ask you about – let me ask you about Paul Pierce's yeah. tweet after the game, though. After game I, three, I like this tweet. I think it's interesting. Let's talk about. I agree it. with them. And this is this is what this is what the truth had to say. Uh, I think Jason Tatum is surpassing Kevin Durant right before our eyes in the NBA hierarchy. What do you think about that, Max? I, I would like to give a little bit more time because. Oh yeah, my fault, my fault. Yeah, yeah. Nick, what do you, what do you what do you is that is that no 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 no
no, no, no. I would like to I'd like to give a little bit more time when you say that in the fact that Kevin Durant is a two time champion. And yeah, yeah. he's five and he's a double finals MVP. He ain't playing like a match. And he, and he I don't care. I thought what, you needed more time what, for that bird. Let's just, let's just give the guy's credit because he's a double MVP, finals MVP. He's a two-time world champion. He's a surefire. Yeah. He's first ballot Hall of Famer. Don't, Jason, don't pass the baton yet. Jason yeah. Tatum has to get still on that ride. And yeah. I, I'm not slighting the fact that his trajectory is going that way. I, I love that. But at the same time, I just want to see a little bit more. Well, on the guard report, I talked about how he's reminding me, and I know some of his fans probably don't, want to, don't like to hear his comparison, but he's reminding me of a young LeBron James. Like when LeBron decided to play defense and, you know, he really became that force on the opposing end, that's when the success really happened in Miami, right? When he was empowering guys to take more shots, you know, be better, better playmaker. Like when they I'm seeing a lot of that. Was mm-hmm. that? In Miami, it was like when they defined, when LeBron said, this is your team to wait the net, the, in year two. Oh, wait, LeBron, wait, like, to LeBron. Exactly. Yeah, that LeBron, was when he started to really to... implement, you know, that force on the defensive end. And I'm seeing that with Tatum right now. And I'm not just saying that because of the six steals. I mean, he's in people's faces. You know, he's uh, he, he's 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 um, you know, helping help the help defense is there. He's, he's moving a lot. He's very active on defense. There, now. There like that. Been, there's been very few times we can think in this league that one guy has been in a position where he has guarded Kevin Durant one on one. Now, mind you, there's help on the backside, but there's yeah. been a lot of circumstances where Tatum has been on an island by himself. He's cut him off from getting towards the basket. And sometimes what we might be seeing right now is is the, the mentor is now mm. is now the Darth other Vader, team. a little Darth Vader. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is that? I mean, you remember the trainer becomes ago, none of you guys were, none of you guys remember this. I wouldn't go and start. I would go really with Kung Fu. They have a scene in Kung Fu where the guy <laughs> says to every character, he said, take this pebble out of my hands. And every time he tried to swipe it, and he couldn't get it. He couldn't get it. He couldn't get it. And then finally he put the pebble out and he said, take it from my hands. And the guy closed his hand. He's still smiling. And then he opened his hand and realized that the pebble was now gone. And it was in Karadine Kung Fu. He had, he had become now the master. The master. And I think that's one of the things we're starting to see. And somebody and made a came the master. Story. They made a great comment when they said, How did it seem when the Nets were getting beat the way they were? And Kevin Durant was laughing about yes. Adam when he fouled him. And on that was Jalen Rose that said that I back and forth. And I was like, That's mm. a pretty good No, it was JJ Reddick. No, no, it was Jalen Rose. It was, was Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose, who actually said that, and I was like, whoa, that's pretty deep. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find right candidates with the right skill sets, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessment, and Virtual Interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. 
Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed is the easiest way to find great talent. And according to Comsource, Indeed is the number one job site worldwide. And Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. And that's according to Talent Nest. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring right now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash Maxwell. That's Indeed.com slash Maxwell to claim your $75 credit before April 30th. That's Indeed.com slash Maxwell. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Nick, let me ask you, let me ask you about what happened two weeks ago. I mean, was yeah. this just like a... You just woke up in the morning one day, decided to tweet about the last birthday. I mean, listen, for your, for, you know, in, in your defense, it wasn't like you tweeted at Duran. Duran mentioned you. He popped into your mention. So I, I want to yeah. know what was it like when you looked at your mention and you saw. I was Kevin on Durant the phone with, with Max the whole time. And I, an hour goes by. I'm on the phone with him. We're solving the world, the NBA's problems or the world's problems. I get <laughs> Sunday back morning. I, I would hang it. up and I have five million alerts. And there, it started with with uh, Durant retweeting and calling me an attention whore, but providing me yeah. seventy seven million. Did you hear what I just said? That tweet, wow. really, the biggest I'd ever seen in my life. And I've seen influencers my whole life. I never seen a tweet go wild like that. And when you look at it, at the end of the day, I think with, if you add together the losses and the 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 gains and followers, I'm almost even. Maybe I'm up a hundred. You know, but the point is, what was I thinking? I was like, holy fuck, he actually, I wasn't expecting it, you know, and and how do I reply to this without looking like a tool bag? Do I (laughs) reply to it? And when are the burners and the trolls coming? It's like all that went through my head at one time and they all came. I mean, they were still coming at me last night. And I was like, how could you guys be so low basketball IQ that you're talking trash with me? We punked your team. KD's getting punked. Yeah, I was telling Max, yeah, I was telling Max was last per, week that. That was What did you say? Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I think he saw your bio, saw CEO, CLS yeah, he media, did. Boston Network, and was like, I'm going to get at this dude. And Honestly, Kyrie I agree. used to harass you, Joe Sway. He used to watch our shit. I mean, he has me blocked, Kyrie, still. He has you blocked? Wow. He's had me blocked since he's yeah. here. Kyrie knows CLS media. Like, yeah. And then Max was laughing it off. I'm like, no, they, they know CLS. Like, they... I'm not saying that they know Nick personally, but they, they see don't know me. They see your affiliation. They see your affiliation. I, I think that was. He yeah. knows you, Josue, because he used to roll his eyes at you immediately because you'd ask. Yeah, because I call him out his BS. Yeah, from time to time. That's why. Yeah, Kyrie was the king of. You know, I'm gonna. Josue's gonna ask a perfectly great question. He's gonna look at Josue like he's an ant, and then Kristen Led Kristen Ledlow is gonna ask the exact same question, yeah, and he's gonna yeah. answer it with charisma and charm. That's Kyrie. But back to Jason Tatum. I I honestly think that the instincts are, I mean, I've always thought that about him. The one thing that I think he fought against was confidence and personality and leadership. That can only get better, right? Like, I, I don't understand. So if he wins a title or multiple titles, I mean, we're talking multiple. I just think he's I think if you put Tatum and Bird and I have to pick first at 23 I'm picking Tatum who are you picking Max uh, I'm I'm speechless Nick you just keep going <laughs> I, I, I'm just so 
dead on just listening to what you said. It might be really too. doesn't matter right now. He said I, I am too. I have never heard you speak this way when it has come to any other player on this. He's team. my hero. And you think about it for, for a minute, for a minute, you talked about training. And I talked about mm-hmm. getting I talked about Brown leaving. Mm-hmm. And so we both, you know, but this is one thing we have to give Joe Joe Sway credit for. Joe Sway said, let the two young guys yeah. play it together. Yeah, figure it out. And figure we out. Have, on the contract. I have, to, I have to give them credit for I'm like, and we're gonna give them, we we're gonna do that after that Minnesota game where it was in the middle <sighs> of the season that was god awful, one of the worst games we'd ever seen. And they I mean, had so they had no players, and they beat Max. the Celtics with all their starters. And and then Joe say so Joe Sway said, "Give it a minute. Let these two guys play together." Now, Marcus Smart, all mm-hmm. these key things go along with it. Marcus Smart calling the about guys that, out about passing the basketball. Marcus yeah. Smart, and I talked to Eme, and Eme said one of the things I did in the beginning of the year. He said, "I just said Marcus." I know before you've always had people behind you that were, he said, this is your basketball club. I'm going to let you defend it. I'm going to let you be, this is, you're the point guard and I'm going to let you do what you want to do. Then the other thing that happened was Jalen and Tatum addressed the elephant in the room and said, we can play together and we like each other because that was the wild rumor. These guys don't like each other. Jalen and Jason. They can't play together. And when they addressed that, and Marcus Smart controlled the initial point of attack, and what we saw was Rob Williams develop into that third yes. star. And it just everything just kind of ballooned on. And then Emay's work ethic and Emay's belief and it's and for stepping in and and you you watch all these other guys and and nobody wants to give Brad Brad credit to yeah. you want to give Danny credit too, Max. Well, Brad I was I, in the house. I, I, I'm away from Danny because when Danny left, let's look at the moves now that Brad made. Brad goes out and he goes in. White. And yeah, he gets white, but he also gets Daniel Tice as the insurance yeah, policy. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. And, and that has that been huge. huge. And the fact that he was able to move a guard to give Pritchard an opportunity, give other guys opportunities that they wouldn't have got if you think about people who were there at that time. That's who. That's who I owe an apology to. The apology cam is to Brad. You know because he. I think sometimes we mistake his lack of emotion for lack of caring, or I do. Um, on the bench, he had certainly lost the team, but man, I did not think he was equipped to negotiate deals. I did not want to see Danny go. If you were to ask me, I'd still bring Danny back. But I apologize to Brad because the dude is a savant. I mean, he's just good at everything. Just with this. Just wait. Who the hell is this you have on? This take a place. <laughs> Rick, Nick Joso suit on um, because I mean this isn't the same dude yeah. that would apologize for anything like this. This is a guy from Pennsylvania who you know he's, he's a Pennsylvania whatever he is and he stayed Pennsylvania. And I have to believe that, but now he's apologizing. He's saying that somebody might be better than Larry Bird. I'm like. This yeah. is like some um, impersonal. Well, you got to think, Max. Oh, you got to think no, about it. Spend, 23 spend years days. old. When Bird was 23, he was a rookie. We spend three days in Brooklyn. Oh, Nick, and all of a sudden, Nick, he's watch, watch this, Joe Sway. Nick, I, I didn't know he was 23. 
Oh, wait, no. Well, you were oh, there. I fucking played. Let me do this. I fucking played with him. <laughs> now I'm going to have to smoke a cigarette. He's dropping F-bombs. I know that already. I, I know that information. So but what I'm saying is at 23, you shot, you, you played Larry one-on-one. <laughs> at 23, who would do better against you, Larry or Jason? Larry Neither. because of his strengths. Neither. Neither. I like that. Neither. <laughs> That's going to blow up in the comments. Cornbread, Maxwell, can't let go of Larry Bird. It's a little pretty. Here's, here's the thing I'm going to laugh about because I'm, I'm thinking right now to myself, you tell Rick Mahorn to keep my mother, his, my name out of his motherfucking mouth. Okay. <laughs> you tell him to do that. And that's what, what about Shannon Sharp? Yeah, I heard. <laughs> How the hell does Shannon Sharp talk to you about every racial event in Boston? Are you having round no, The funny thing is, the funny thing is, King Richard is on right now. Will Smith, I got King Richard on this whole time. <laughs> I'm like, how do I? How, do, how would people just throw him out? Will Smith like, I happened to be watching TV last night, Joe Sway, and the NBA um, just crew was on, and Rick Mahorn was up there, and he started talking about stuff. Well, they were playing. And then all of a sudden he says, Cornbread Maxwell, I tell you what, I am not a Celtic fan. I'm like, how did my name get in the middle of it? <laughs> don't give me no Cornbread Maxwell. Don't give me no Celtics. He didn't see yeah. Larry Bird. He didn't see I got the Lakers going, Lakers on, on this winning time, putting my name in the middle of it. And uh, Nick know what I, Nick knows what I did. Really sad I, your I, I had a uh, thing out to the author. I mean, to the director, I said, I know Jerry West, Jerry West and Kareem, they're suing you, but not me. Brother, you right on. If you call me a motherfucker, I, I'm real bad. <laughs> I heard that part was true. It was nonfiction. The driver told somebody who told somebody who told me that Jerry West didn't say that about you. Fucking what a motherfucker. Oh, so that's the, that's like the one me. thing they got right? Is that the one thing they got right on the show? Yeah, no, that, no they, they got they definitely got that right about me. For Laker fans, they got that right about me. Well, and they had you. Yo, and you're going to be in it, man. Five and you and Larry. I love it. I love it. It's going to be it's going to be the 80, 80, 81 season soon, and we got to get the actor who's going to portray you, man. We got to get him on the show. I, yes, oh, we, we could. Will. We will. I, I love I it. I love the way. I can't wait. It's cornbread. All right, guys. Before we wrap this up, just wait. Everybody's calling cornbread again because of Jerry West. Everybody thought I mean, that he hated cornbread. If you're it's not, the best nickname ever. I mean, if you're not from Boston, you don't know that. But or Carolina, everyone knows yeah. cornbread. Yeah, but Anybody yeah, from that era and Carolina right. too. Yeah, it's a good it's a good refresher for everybody. Like, oh, that's 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 been a nickname for it's a long like time. Number eighty on the top one thousand sports nicknames. That's pretty damn good. Man, no, look, good look how proud he is. He was looking at me like I was his grandson when I was saying that about Larry Bird. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old to be your grandson, Max. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's and wrap you, up this show. And, and, and Joe Sway, he's too white to be my grandson, okay? <laughs> that is true. That is true. That is true. I am white. I know I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask anyways. Uh, we'll start with you, Nick. Let's wrap, let's wrap up like this. Um, did something sweep? Yes or no? Yes, and I would normally say no, but I'm going to say yes knowing Kyrie Irving as I do. He does not want to go to Boston, and that's what I'm going to close yes. with. The Red Auerbach called the Boston Garden the sixth man, and let me tell you, this series, the fans have been as much a part of the game as everyone in Boston and even in Brooklyn. So mm. karma, karma, Kyrie. I'm going to start calling him karma or something because karma's <laughs> a bitch, man. It's a bitch. 
<laughs> that's how I was saying the KD. Wah, wah, wah. Oh no, that's what that's what Kyrie said. You know, remember? <laughs> or or you could do the Marcus Morris. Remember in Philly? Oh, I don't know. Listen, Paul Pierce got Paul Pierce got fined fifty thousand for that gang sign. Fifty thousand, the same as Kyrie for flipping the bird. No one even knew what that gang sign was until he got fined. Yeah, that's three. That's three. That's three for the strikes. That's for Boston. That's that's, that's what I thought it was. Max, what do you say? Sweep or no sweep? Four wow. over. It's Where does done. It it's done. No sway. What about you? I think it's done, guys. I think it's done. My my prediction was that they were going to split this, go back to Boston and wrap it up. After my original prediction was just six. Everybody. But after, after game two, I was like, this thing is done in five. Zanis won't name a prediction. <laughs> I mean, the thing is that you expected more fight from these guys. You know, even if it turned in, into, a, a, into a losing effort, I just expected a lot more fight. These guys are just, they're, they're defeated. They're defeated right now. You have to have you have to have in this series in order for Brooklyn to do anything, essentially that's what has to happen. Somebody has to fight. Yeah, Somebody well, has to win the leaders. There was no fight. Kyrie sixteen to, to turn sixteen. Yeah. That's what has to happen. Somebody has to swing on somebody to change the trajectory. But other than that, this series is all but over. Because Kyrie Irvin does not want to come back to Boston. And win and man on the game number five and right. lose game number five and have the, the crowd chatting, Kyrie sucks. Kyrie, and it, it, it will definitely resonate. And that's sad that that's how player, you know, you think it is today. And it is. I mean, I think, I truly believe he won't come back. His ego's too big. I mean, we saw it two years. But when you, when you sum it all up, at the end of the day, everything that was being said today and the last game about the Nets is what everybody, including us, were saying about the Celtics. What how is this possible? So they've turned it around. My last thing for you guys is a KD take, and it's not new, but it's hot. <laughs> what you got? You've seen Ky- uh, KD play his best basketball. That what you're seeing in this series is, of course, the Celtics defense, but it's also these injuries surrounding that Achilles. I'm telling you, he doesn't look right. If you follow the path of any one other player, look at Dominique Wilkins. Same exact thing. He came back at a record season. The following season, his career basically ended. I mean, he played longer, but he, you know, so I think KD, we've seen the best of them. I think Tatum has that chip if they, they sweep them. All right. Well, we'll see. Obviously, we'll be back with a brand new episode, uh, whether it's in four or five or shit. If Brooklyn somehow swings things around, we'll be here to talk about it. Uh, the Cedric Maxwell Podcast, guys, you already know, subscribe to the Cedric Maxwell Podcast on iTunes. Hit subscribe on CLNS Media if you haven't already, because that's how you like find this out about video. all of our episodes and plenty of fun content, like the Man on the Street segment we have with Max. Yo, yo I watched that thing like four times, Max, man. That, that shit was good. I'm not surprised how funny, like, the way it came out, I'm not surprised, but it was it was just like the, the, the kids and like the, the, the mother of the kids getting into it. I didn't expect all that, man. That was fun. That was great. Uh, but was we'll, say, we'll, we'll end it by saying, what do we do, Josue, in this show? Oh, what do we do? We, we, we always keep... Keep, Keep it on the honey. 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 Keep it on the honey. <laughs> I'm too white to say it that way. Hello? <laughs> Hello? May I ask who's calling? It's Nicholas like, Kelso. Nick's like, guys, keep it on 100. <laughs> Keeping it on the 100. <laughs>